Hello everybody and welcome back to Home Ray Character Talks. This episode will be your very first bonus episode. Now these bonus episodes will be released depending on schedule. So sometimes you might get a bonus episode a week. Sometimes it might be every two weeks or sometimes it might be every month. That's just going to depend on how my schedule is. Now these bonus episodes, instead of focusing on an individual character talks, will be based on either couples, friendships, storylines. There's even going to be a Get to Know Me podcast so you guys can get to know me as a podcaster, which I will quickly talk about now because that's actually going to be released next week. So when this podcast is put up, I will be putting a story up on my Instagram account, HAA Character Talk, so you guys can ask me some questions to get to know me and about how I got into Home Ray and stuff like that. Like, you can literally ask me anything as long as it's Home Ray related, podcast related, or questions that I think are reasonable. And I will even give you a mini shout out if you have asked these questions in the pod because... I will love for you guys to get to know me as well. So that's what next week's bonus episode will be. Now, this week's bonus episode, let's get into that. So that is going to be based around my favourite five Honoré couples of all time. So I will be counting down from number five to number one. I will be putting a clip on at the start of each couple. So you will hear a clip of the couple and then I will talk about it. So I will talk about thoughts on them getting together, their relationship development, if a relationship was sudden or not, favourite storylines they had together, favourite line they said to each other, etc. So it will just be stuff like that as well as my opinion on the couple and the reason why I like this particular couple. Now, I think I'm just going to dive right into it. So here's the podcast. Don't be. I'm the one who kept pushing things. I guess I couldn't help it. I'm still in love with you, Indy. Always happy. So, of course, that clip was of Romeo and Indy. They are my fifth favourite couple of all time. So, firstly, I'm just going to dive in and tell you why I like them. So, what I love most about Romeo and Indy is no matter what, they prove time and time again how much they love each other. Even when they're not together and they're apart, they're still supporting each other and they always manage to find their way back to each other. No matter the amount of hurdles that got in their way, they found their way back to each other and they were really cute together and they were meant to be. So my favourite storyline of Romeo and Indy, I would have to say, is them going to Hawaii, which led to them getting engaged and married all in within a few episodes so they went to Hawaii because Romeo got offered to go with Rui to a business expo Indy was fighting with her dad at the time because her dad Sid disapproved of her relationship with Romeo so Romeo invited Indy along they went to this expo then the one of the people from the expo offered Indy a job and Romeo realized that he didn't want to lose her so he proposed to her and they planned on getting married there in Hawaii with only Rue there. However, Rue called Indy's dad Sid and Sid didn't even object when he arrived. He showed up and was at the reading too. Now, this might have been a shotgun, well, not a shotgun reading, but like it might have been a quick reading and engagement. But it was perfect. The Hawaiian backdrop made so much sense for them because they were both surfers. The reading was amazing to watch in itself. 
seeing them finally get married, it was really great. So that would be my favourite storyline. I will now give you my opinion on the pairing. So as I said earlier, I thought they were perfect together, meant to be in soulmates. My opinion is this pairing, as far as home ray pairings go, are one of the better couples. So some couples in the show to me don't make sense. However, Romeo and Indy has always been one of those couples that just makes so much sense and it's really fitting and the way they got together I really liked and I loved how no matter what they always fought, found their way back to each other. Now, how they ended was devastating to say the least. So Romeo got cancer and didn't want to put Indy through that so he decided to leave he unfortunately died a few months later and you got to see Indy um, scatter his ashes and there was a letter from Romeo to her and she got to finally get some kind of peace. Not fully peace, but some kind of peace. She got to say goodbye to the man she loved properly and it just... I cried, honestly. I'm an, I suppose I'm an emotional person, which you guys are probably discovering, but seeing... Indy get that goodbye. Unfortunately, though, she still imagined Romeo and had dreams about him, so he actually returned for a guest appearance, and she knew she couldn't stay with Bay, so she decided she needed to leave after his death to move on, and that was the only way she could do that. Now, as far as Romeo and Indy's relationship goes, I would probably give it a 7 out of 10, only because some of their breakups I just didn't really like. I hated how the writers did split it up for the time they had. Now, my favourite line was actually... So, for my favourite lines, it's probably going to be from the clips that I play. So, I really loved how Romeo said he was still in love with Indy. It was a really nice confession. It was really nice because he had been struggling. So, it was really nice to hear him be honest and raw with Indy. And I really loved seeing that. So, as far as couples go... Yes, they are one of the great ones, and I will always love them regardless. I sometimes, whenever I need, like, a throwback honoring moment, or, like, if I'm like, gosh, I just miss the days of that particular era that they were on, so the 2010 to 13 era, I'll just flick on Romeo and Indy's story, because most of it is on YouTube, so for viewers who didn't watch them on TV, from, I think when Indy first returned in 2010 until their engagement again in 2012 when they got re-engaged or remarried. Um, it was up to that point on YouTube. So I definitely, if you guys are interested in watching that couple, you can definitely watch the clips on YouTube. But they are definitely one of the better couples. And as I said before, I really do enjoy watching them and I love them as a pair and they are really well suited for each other. The kind of woman that I could spend the rest of my life with. You're the best thing that ever happened to me, Martha. And I couldn't imagine my life without you. Now, that, of course, was Jack Holden speaking his reading vows to wife Martha McKenzie, and they are my fourth favourite couple of all time. Now, Jack and Martha, I've actually loved and hated them sometimes over the years just due to also liking Martha with Ronan. So the reason why I actually like them and I'm realising the more I watch and why I like them is because the commitment and love they have for each other and mainly the friendship that they've built and always keep 
which I think is the most important thing to them throughout their whole relationship, either when they're together or apart, is the strong friendship they have and how much they actually care and support each other. And I like them for that because it proves just how much they love each other like by their pure friendship and by how much they care, like I said, and admire and look out for each other. Now, my favourite storyline of Jack and Martha's would actually have to probably be oh this is tough because they do have a lot of good storylines so it's kind of hard to decide but I actually really liked the Reading storyline so they got married twice but that Reading that was just played the lead up to that and the events that followed that that day just it was a great storyline for them. So you got to witness Jack and Martha get married, which was what everybody wanted. They got to commit their lives to each other. They got to say their vows to each other, prove how much they love each other. And then afterwards, you saw them have to be apart because of a barn, barn explosion. And you had got to see how much Jack needed Martha and how much he missed her and cared and loved her. And I just really loved how you got to see the reading among all the sadness that happened following and even before it because it was a pretty sad year of home and away that year. But it was finally great to see the couple get married and be together and to see two people that love each other together. Now, my opinion on this pairing is kind of like a hard one to explain because I've actually got mixed opinions on it. So there's times when I've really hated them together. So anytime they fight, I'm like, why are they together? What's the point? Because the bickering does my head in. But the times that they love each other, are committed to each other, and protected each other, I'm like, and this is why they're together, because the way they are with each other is perfect, but the faults just sometimes outray the good parts. But the good parts are good parts, and I love them for the, that reason, because of all the good moments they had and how much they did love and admire each other. So, yeah, my opinion on them kind of is mixed. So I do have my moments when I dislike them, but overall, as a pairing, the love outweighs the hate, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Now, this relationship, unfortunately, ended on a rough note. So... Jack and Martha finally got back together in 2008 after a breakup. This breakup was caused by them fighting so much. I mean, every time they had tried to get together, Jack was with somebody else or Martha was. And eventually, Jack and Martha realised they were meant to be, confessed that it always had been... Jack confessed to Martha he had always been in love with her, even when he was with Sam. They kissed and got back together. Not long after that, though, Martha found out she had cancer and this took a bit of a strain on their relationship as well because Martha struggled to be open with Jack and show her the cancer, but it would show Ronan, who was her previous partner, and Jack felt a bit left out. They finally were getting things back on track, got remarried, and a few months later, when Martha was still fighting cancer, Jack got shot by Angela Rosetta, who was a local cop, and unfortunately that shot and being left there alone to die had killed him because that shot was a bullet to the chest now when Martha found out about this it devastated her so she was a mess and Martha really struggled after his death she leaned on Ronan she 
couldn't believe that she had to like go along with the fact of Angelo reading an eulogy at the funeral, knowing what he had done, and her anger at Angelo about losing her husband because of him, it boiled over for about the next six months because Angelo disappeared and then came back, and it just... Martha really loved Jack, and Jack, to her, was irreplaceable. Sure, she was with another person afterwards, but Jack was the love of her life, and after his death, it took her a while to get over it and to get closure. Now, this couple, I would probably rate them a 7.5, only because of the fighting and the split-ups and the being with other people, even though you love the person, it didn't really sit well with me. So, they're probably a 7.5, because the love moments do outrate the bad. So, like, the readings are really good. When they first got together, how protective they are of each other, probably outrate the bad. So, they're... About a 7.5 overall. Now, like with Romeo and Indie Clips, you can find some of Jack and Martha's story on YouTube as well. I know from when he first arrived until their first split up is on YouTube. So that's 41 parts. It is on YouTube. So if you, like Romeo and Indie, want to watch Jack and Martha, who aired from 2005 to 2009, I should have said what year they were in. And from that year, you can see it's on YouTube just to watch those parts. The other parts, most of the episodes, are up on YouTube as well. So if you want to watch those episodes, just do some research and they are on YouTube. But yeah, overall, they're a good couple. So they're my number four ranking. The truth is, I didn't find true love. It found me. It walked straight into my ED. Now... For number three, of course, that was Tori Morgenstein, part of her reading vows to Christian Green. So, this couple's a more recent one, so viewers probably do know more about them. Why I like that, well, I can go on about that. I'm a massive fan of this pairing. I even own a fan page on Instagram for them, which is at Torn Fan for anybody that wants to give it a follow. So, the reason that I like these two together is, firstly, from the moment they met, they had amazing chemistry. And you could believe the couple were, like, together and you could believe the chemistry. It felt real. It felt really good. But the reason I mainly like them is because Christian time and time again proved to Tori how much he loved and cared for her, how much he loved and cared for her family. And I also love how Tori got to find true love in Christian because she really hadn't had any luck with love. So it was actually great to finally see them both finally love and Christian arrived and only ever was with Tori so it was great to see them love each other and how committed they were to each other and their relationship and I loved also their comedy at the start so in the lead up to getting together there was just some humorous stuff that happened which I won't get into but the comedy of it was great to actually play out all the people that were nervous or just didn't know how to act when you're falling in love with someone, just watch Tori Morgan because she acted exactly like how you would when she was falling for Christian. Now, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, yeah, but I really love it and they are definitely top three, in the top three for a reason. So, my favourite storyline of them would actually, and I've said this before to anyone who has asked me, is the lead up to them getting together. So, 
I really loved the accidental kiss after Justin's surgery. It was really awkward, but it was actually really good to watch. And I loved how after that, I think Christian realised that he actually did what, like Tori. And then when he was trying to wring her heart at salt, I thought it was really cute. And then Tori kind of didn't really realise, even when Christian was asking her questions to figure out if she was single, if like, Grace's dad was in the picture, stuff like that, just so he could work out if he actually had a chance for which I really liked. And then after that in the hospital, they had a couple more awkward moments, and then you saw Christian kiss Tori in the lift. My favourite scene of them, probably, of all time, is the scene when Christian kissed Tori in the lift. I could talk about it all day. But he's like, I hope, hope you don't mind, but I really need to do something. And kisses her. He kisses her, and I was in my head like, yes, finally, go Christian, ring your girl. And when he kissed her, said, that's right, all the men left are like, yep, he's into her. I knew they had fallen for each other. I knew it. And then it was just great to see that. So definitely the lead up to them getting together. Now, I'm just going to point out, they didn't get together straight after the, that kiss. It was more of a build-up, but that was kind of my favourite section of that storyline was kind of the start of it. And also, going to say, I forgot about this scene until I was just thinking of it. When Tori apologised for kissing Christian initially, after she had after Justin's surgery, he looked so upset when she was apologising and saying it wouldn't happen again. So he was definitely into it even by that point. Now, my opinion on the pairing would probably be, firstly, that I love them that they're really well suited. Out of all of Tori's relationships on the show, Christian's was the one I liked. I wasn't a fan of her with Ash or Nate or Riley or Duncan. Christian was the only one that I ever really liked a Reeve. And for good reason. They had really good chemistry. They were really suited to each other. They were both doctors, so they got each other's jobs. They were both family people. And Christian was like a dad to Grace. Like, he was really to step up and be a dad to her. And that made me love them even more because the fact they were building a little family was truly so special. Now, I will always say how much I love them. And they are an excellent pairing, really well suited. As I've probably said, I can't even remember. I feel like I might be rambling a bit. But as far as pairings go in recent years, I haven't loved many pairings in recent years, but Christian and Tori were ones I fell in love with instantly, pretty much. Like, straight away from his first scene, I was like, yeah, I'm going to like these two, I'm going to ship these three. And within three days, I had the Instagram account for him. They're truly a special pairing. They're truly one of the best pairings for show's history. In my opinion, one of the better pairings in show's history, and in my opinion, an iconic pairing. Now... My score out of 10 would probably be an 8.5 because there were moments that I didn't like, like the whole Lewis saga and how that kind of pushed them a bit apart and the whole bloody Rachel Sarascari, which they won't even get into because that makes me rage. But, like, stuff like that I didn't like and I didn't like when they broke up briefly after the engagement, which was because of the Rachel stuff, might I add. But I hated that. I really hated how the writers did that because the pairing was perfect until Lewis and Rachel came on the scene and it just, yeah, it was heartbreaking to see when they were apart. So I was very glad when he proposed again and they got back together. It was 
really great to see that. So, yeah, that's why it's an 8.5. Also, hashtag torn endgame because they were actually endgame. So, how they ended. Now, this relationship's literally the only one on my top five that actually got a happy ending. So, Tori was offered a job in London which was after they said about having a honeymoon in London and then Christian said about moving to London. And after a little bit of convincing, Tori applied for a job there. She got offered it. They had the reading within a couple of episodes of that. They said their vows. They got married and then they left the bay for a happy ending, a new beginning. And you got to see them say goodbye and start fresh and now they're happily living in London as husband and wife and I couldn't be happier for them. I'm very glad they end the game as they truly deserved it and I would have been gutted if they ran. Also, I don't think I mentioned Tori and Christian clips. They asked as much on YouTube but they're 2001 episodes on 7 plus and they're 2020 and 2021 episodes you can find on some Instagram accounts. I have posted some of their scenes on my tour and fan page at the Morgans H&A, I believe that's their username, has their whole story on their account as well. Can you stop being angsty about this? Right, what's happening between you and me? It's a good thing. Right, can we just enjoy the honeymoon period? So, of course, that was Miles Copeland telling Leah that what was happening between them was a good thing, and they are my number two favourite couple. So, firstly, the reason why I like them is because the love and support they have for each other is amazing, particularly the love Miles has for Leah. He, I'm pretty sure, will always remain in love with Leah. He loved her pretty much since the start. They had some on-off again moments I guess at the start but they didn't get together until his final year but I definitely love the love and support they gave each other how they stood up for each other how they protected each other the way they looked out for each other and mostly I actually really loved how the relationship went from the strong friendship that they had and the friendship that they built up into lovers because that's so special and those relationships can be the best ones and in my opinion for Miles and Leah was the best one it was built on the foundation of friendship into that romantic territory and I really loved watching that build up and then finally exploring their relationship as a couple once they did get together so my next thing is favorite storyline now obviously Leah and Miles had four years worth of storylines, but only one year worth of relationship storylines. I definitely loved when they finally got together and were keeping it a secret from literally everybody. They were the only two who knew and they were keeping it quiet. So Miles first confessed that he liked her. They kissed to see how it would feel and then they ended up just keep kissing and getting together. And then the next day... Leah kissed Miles in Medina and they went home and kissed because they didn't want anybody to see that they were together and they always got sprung by Leah's son VJ but they didn't but I loved when they were keeping it secret and sneaking around a bit it was actually really cute and exciting to see that and I loved the way that they were trying to keep it on the down low so that it didn't raise eyebrows or get questions from Leah's ex or that people couldn't judge them for that bit. They could just be in that little bubble and be able to explore their relationship without anybody else being involved in it. It was really good. And it was great back then when Leah... She was personally... Back when she was with Miles, 
for me more carefree and happy and it was great to see her like that with Miles and I really love it. You don't get to see that much these days. So I loved Carefree and Happy Leah who didn't care what anyone thought of her or didn't care what any like what anyone else thought in general about her relationship. She made her own decisions and that was definitely the case with Miles. So once again that's my personal opinion so don't bite my head off what but I definitely liked then because Leah was so down to earth and happy and carefree when she was with Miles and all the other reasons I listed. And obviously the sneaking around was my storyline. Now, my opinion on the pairing was it should have gone for very longer. Personally, to me, Miles will always be Leah's endgame ship. I do wish that we got this pairing in 2010 instead of in 11 and we got the two years of them instead of one at least. I get why eight was too soon after Dan's death and nine was just... A whole different saga of them both being in different relationships. But the Elijah storyline to me seemed pointless and that was kind of just like a roadblock for Leo and Miles. And I just think they should have been together for two years instead of the one and you could have had more storylines with them as a couple and you could have seen more of their relationship than we got to see due to him being leaving. And I do think that if we got to see more of that relationship then fans would have loved it as I know from reading Facebook and Twitter comments from back in the day that fans really loved Leah and Miles as a couple and thought they were really well suited and still think they're well suited and I definitely think we should have gotten to see more of that relationship particularly because of how much they did love and care for each other like I get they wanted to have the friendship build up and like I said earlier I loved that but they could have just had the build up of two years or two and a half even like so we got half of ten and all but all of 11 that Miles was in, which was pretty much most of it up to the November with them together. I personally think that would have been so much better. But like I said, I really love Leah and Miles and them as a couple overall. They are definitely one of my favourite couples in the show. And I wish we got to see more of their relationship because they were so well matched. In my opinion, they both were really well matched and fit really well in in my personal opinion, they belong together. They're soulmates. And Leah has never called anyone her best friend since Miles has left. And she's never been as happy in a relationship or committed as soon as she was with Miles to a relationship. So her and Miles moved in with each other within three months of being together. She definitely didn't do that with any of her other relationships after him. So I definitely think that Leah... You saw a different side of her when she was with Miles to you did when she's been in Harbour relationships, i.e. Dan, Zach, Justin, Vinny, all of them. Vinny was really, I will say, Vinny was good and you kind of did see that side of Vinny, but I don't think you did with the others. So, yeah, that's just a little bit of my opinion on them. So, how this relationship ended was they actually miscarried a baby and they are both been through that once prior and they were struggling with it and Leah just pushed Miles away to the point that she even though he wanted to stay together even if it meant no more kids Leah couldn't do that to him because he did want kids so they ended up splitting up due to that miscarriage and due to that but they did um get a goodbye because so Miles basically realized that he couldn't be in the bay and not be with Leah because of how much he loved her so he left so they got a goodbye and Leah said, you're my best friend and I can't imagine my life without you. I'm really going to miss you. And they got that goodbye closure scene. But it broke my heart to see Miles leaving and to see Leah so broken 
kind of overhears the departure, even though they had split up, they will always remain best friends. And I definitely think Miles will always remain Leah's person, even if he isn't mentioned as much these days on screen. My rating for Leah and Miles. See, I loved their friendship and their relationship. So, and they it all kind of led up to the relationship from the start, really. So they would be easily a 9.5. There's probably 0.5 a time that it irked me, and that was probably the split-up stuff that I just mentioned, and the fact Miles had to leave. But 9.5 out of 10 overall. I liked all the storylines they had together. I liked the relationship itself. The chemistry Ada and Josh, who played them, had was really cute. The build-up was perfect. Was like All of it was really good other than that split up so it was definitely a 9.5 out of 10 now for uh, leo miles clips you can get some of them online some are on episodes on youtube or daily motion but you can't get as many of the clips because unfortunately not as many of those clips are out as they were with other couples so yeah, so Leo Miles are number two, everybody. My wildest dreams, I never thought I'd be so lucky is to find someone that I would love and respect as much as I do you. You have brought a fullness and happiness to my life that is everything to me. You are everything to me, and that clip was, of course, Sally saying some of her reading vows to Flynn. It was, in fact, my favourite moment of the reading her saying that line so of course obviously my number one couple is sally and flynn now the reasons why i like them is endless but i will just say the three key ones so firstly is the chemistry that they have it's really special and one of a kind and i just love how in love and happy and just they are the chemistry really shows that i guess that's what i was trying to get out Number two is no matter what they went through, good, bad, be ugly, they got through it and it made them more in love and stronger than ever. And I really loved watching that because no matter the amount of bad stuff that they actually did go through, which they did go through some heavy stuff, they overcame it and became a better pairing and both better individuals because of what they went through together. And number three, the reason is because they always remained in love like no matter what even after Flynn was gone Sally always loved him so much that she couldn't be married to anybody else because she had married Flynn for life and she loved him that much now my next thing for them is favorite storyline and I have a lot of storylines of Sally and Flynn that I like some happy some sad some just in the middle but my favorite one would have to be leading up to Flynn proposing now this proposal build up was a good build up so Flynn knew he wanted to marry Sally for quite a bit however Sally wasn't really sure that she wanted to get married and Flynn attempted to bring the reading subject up and did attempt to propose a few times but Sally kind of said things that kind of steered him in the wrong like other direction to stop him from doing that I guess because she was happy with how they already were perfect and that and 
Flynn and Sally actually both said it right before the proposal started that they acted like an old married couple anyway. So I guess Sally didn't need the paper and that she was perfect the way they are. But Flynn, he loved her so much and he wanted the world to know it. So he wanted to marry her and the proposal eventually did happen after Sally found out through Leah that Flynn was going to propose and then they kind of changed gears for a bit. Flynn stopped talking about the subject and Sally talked about the subject of marriage. Eventually, though, Sally was teaching a class and Flynn had snuck in as a student in a school uniform in the back and answered the question and Sally said, would the student understand and then asked what was going on and she was told to look at the board under the map and it said, will you marry me on the board? And then Flynn walked up knelt down and proposed to her and she gradually accepted and they got engaged and I just really loved that whole storyline. I won't go into full detail about it but I also did love the reading storyline but the proposal storyline in itself was definitely my favourite storyline that they had. They had lots of great ones but that was definitely, definitely my favourite. Now, my opinion on this pairing, I might ramble a bit so I do apologise but... I friggin' love these two together. They are perfect. They are soulmates they are meant to be and they were robbed of a happy ending. So, I guess I'll firstly say these two, ever since their first scenes, were clearly meant to be. The chemistry they had, the undeniable looks, the love, the respect they had for each other always, the care... I just, all of it just with ticks. And Sally had been on the show for so long. I was like, she needs happiness. She really needs that. So when Flynn came onto the scene, I knew that he was right for her and that he would love her and commit to her. And it was pretty clear early on that he was. And it was actually really great to see the development of their relationship over the years. Sure, they had their handles, but no matter what, they always did love each other and protect each other. Flynn particularly would do anything to protect Sally. He protected her at all costs and wanted to always make sure she was safe and wanted to make sure she knew how much she was loved and cared for and how much of a good mother she was even after he was gone. Flynn made a videotape to make sure that she knew all of that. And I definitely love the connection that Sally and Flynn had. They always had that special connection, that special unbreakable bond. And it was just, yeah, I really enjoyed watching all all of that. Now, this relationship ended, unfortunately, because Flynn was diagnosed with cancer. So, he was diagnosed with amenomorina on his back. And, unfortunately, it had spread to other parts of his body. And he was told he had three months to live. Now, when he did tell Sally this, it was actually really heartbreaking to watch. I legit cried. So, now, I cried for a lot of Flynn's cancer storyline because I was mad that it had happened. And mad that... They weren't getting their happy ending. So, basically what happened is, Flynn found out he had cancer. I told Sally that they only had three months left together, even though they were meant to be together forever. Um, And then he died. Him and Sal, that whole episode, it was mostly him and Sal. It was actually only five people in his final episode. And it was heavily Sally and Flynn-centred. And you got to see them have their reading dance like do that reading dance again with the reading music you got to see them look at photos reflect on their relationship all of that stuff you got to reminisce about the start of the relationship and how it started but yeah he died from cancer and unfortunately the relationship ended because of that 
However, I'm just going to say, and I haven't said this in others, but actually I briefly said about it in Indian Romeo's, but after Flynn died, Sally really struggled with his death and she struggled to move on. She did briefly date and was engaged to Brad Armstrong, but she couldn't marry him because she felt like she was betraying Flynn and she had doubts even before the wedding because of Flynn and Leah and us viewers knew that. And then on the wedding day, Sally didn't show up and she told Pippa that she couldn't marry Brad. And then she, Don Fisher returned for that and she spoke to Don and said, I can't, like, said, I can't marry Brad and showed him the picture of Flynn of that being the reason, right? And then when she spoke to Brad, she said, I married Flynn for life. I, sorry, I've been married before. I married Flynn and I married Flynn for life. I don't want to marry anybody else. And that just proved how committed and in love Sally was with Flynn and how she couldn't erase her relationship with Flynn all that part of her life. Even when she returned to the Bay after leaving in 2013, she said she couldn't help but think of Flynn while she was here and the time they had together. She truly loved Flynn and think Flynn truly loved her. Now, my rating for... Sal and Flynn out of 10 is absolutely a 10. They were perfect together. They were soulmates. I absolutely loved all the storylines, even the fighting storylines. They kind of, for Sally and Flynn, and this is the only relationship it kind of made sense for, but for Sally and Flynn, I could get both of their sides and reasons why they were fighting. The only time they actually really fought, though, was in 2005, which I'll touch on in my Character Talks episode of Flynn's, but because it was more Flynn thing, but. That was the only time they really fought, and it was resolved within a couple of weeks to a month. But, yeah, so for them, 10 out of 10. I loved the relationship. They definitely belonged together and definitely were soulmates, and I definitely think they were robbed of their happy ending. They truly deserved, because personally, in my opinion, Flynn should have never died, and they should have just been endgame, like they were meant to be in the first place. And they should have been together forever, like Sally and Flynn had both stated at times during their relationship, marriage, and even near the end of his life. So, yeah, that's my number one couple. Also, I forgot to mention re-Sally and Flynn clips. These clips are harder to get, but a bunch of their episodes are on YouTube, and their whole reading is on YouTube as well. So if you want to watch... Some of their clips, you can watch some, just not the whole lot. So, once again, some clips of Sally and Flynn are available, but not all. So, just search on YouTube for episode numbers. Or I just type in Home Nere, Sally and Flynn, and it will come up with episodes that they are in together, and you can just watch them if you want to. So, that's where you can find Sally and Flynn clips. So, that about wraps up this bonus episode i really hope you enjoyed it and really hope you enjoyed listening to me talk about some of my favorite home and array couples now the next bonus episode will be out next week as i said so if you do want to ask any questions for this bonus episode coming which is the um get to know me bonus episode please follow my instagram or facebook pages which are both H&A character talk so the Facebook one is a group just search it in the search tab and you should find it Instagram the same thing it's just an Instagram page so for Instagram I will put a question box on my story where you can ask anything to get to know me it can be about H&A itself or about the podcast or some questions about me but the ones about me I will only share what I want because I don't really want 
my whole life revealed on a podcast. But anyhow, that wraps up this week's bonus episode. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed hearing more about some of my favourite couples. So until next week, which is a character talks firstly, which will be Flynn Saunders, which will be out on Monday. I really hope you guys have a great weekend. Really hope you enjoyed the pod and I will see you then.